welcome to the Cheer Up Podcast. My name is Kara Hunt, and I'm your host, and with me is co-host and prayer warrior, author, and speaker, Sherry Swalwell. How's it going, Sherry? It is going great today, Kara. It is a great day to have a great day. I I know, right? <laughs> uh, it is just, it is, you know, and again, we previously, in the previous episodes, we talked about fall and, you know, how much we love it and our autumn. Um, actually, Sherry, how do you refer to it? Do you refer to it as fall or autumn? I usually call it fall, but I have a niece who's named Autumn, so I kind of, I, I like that too. I like the um, autumn is just very, I don't know, it, it's pretty and it's feminine and it just kind of brings me back to like all the um, favorite parts of fall and fall itself. Like, I don't know, I usually say fall, but I think that autumn sounds a lot prettier. Yeah, I was just wondering, I'm, um, I, as I mentioned that, I was just kind of curious. I'm wondering if it's a um, geographical thing. Oh, it's probably, you know, like, yeah, if it's like some people, you know, like the Midwest may say fall, then the East Coast may say autumn, and the South may, you know, say something else. I'm just kind of curious. So for our listeners out there, <laughs> if you care to, um, if you're not a member of our um, Facebook group, the Cheryl Podcast Facebook group, we have a group on um, Facebook, and all you got to do is when you're on Facebook, just type in Cheer Up Podcast and join our group. Um, there's no questions to ask, no passwords, no secret society or anything like that. All you got to <laughs> do is, you know, we'll, as soon as we see it, we will uh, admit you to the group. It's a public group um, and everything. Uh, so if you'd like, you could just put in there like, you know, do you prefer winter? Uh, excuse me. Is it fall or is it autumn? Um, and what part of the country? you're from. So uh, I think that would be interesting. I know it's different, like in different places, like um, uh, here, it's more common to say, you know, your mom's sister is your aunt, as in (laughs) A-N-T, you know, um, when it's actually spelled A-U-N-T. But then I know like some relatives who live more in southern part of the country, they would say aunt, so, and I was just wondering, you know, just like with fall and or autumn, if it kind of fell into the same category. So, anyway, just let us know on the Cheryl Podcast uh, Facebook group and just kind of join in and kind of let us know, you know, if you, if you, you know, like which part, or, or is it just a personal preference? Like, like Sherry mentioned, she likes the term autumn because of the, 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 the way she visualizes it. Um, I don't mind the term fall because I am, please someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that just refers to the leaves falling. Um, But I could be completely wrong because I'm not a meteorologist. I have no idea. But I just always like that visual of leaves falling, you know, to the ground and uh, a new start. So anyway, check us out on the Facebook group. Also, if you would like to contact Sherry and us Sherry and I personally, you can always send us an email at cheeruppodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's cheeruppodcast at gmail.com. Please also remember that you can find, download, and subscribe to the Cheer Up Podcast on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, 
Google Podcasts, iHeart, Amazon Music, Audible, CastBox, and more. So pretty much wherever you listen to any of your favorite type of podcasts, um, even if you listen to it on like a, a Roku device or something like that, you can find us on there as well. So today we are going to continue our conversation uh, from last month uh, about prayer, prayer warriors, and the power of both. And Sherry is going to start us off today, and today's topic is going to be about, when, in regards to prayer warriors, family first, friendship second. You go ahead, Sherry. Thank you, Kara. So today we're talking about how to keep family first and friendship second. And that is really, really important because God just gives us that order in life that we need to put God first then our family, then everything else underneath that. And when we keep that order and keep that alignment the way that it should be, then everything else flows much smoother, much easier, and we have peace. I know I myself, if I'm neglecting God because I'm so busy with my um, work or with errands or with whatever it is that I have to do, I feel empty. Like I need to fill up with him before I can pour out to anybody else. So by keeping God first and by keeping my relationship with him and making my time with him a priority, then it blesses every other area of my life. Well, then it trickles down to our family. We need to have a strong marriage and we want to have a strong family unit. And then we want to have strong friendships. Well, the way to do that is to then nurture your husband, your your relationship with your husband, then nurture your relationship with your kids, and then nurture your relationship with friendships. There are so many different seasons in life, and in some seasons, you have more time to spend with friends, and other seasons, you have less time. And I'm not saying that you need to ignore friendships ever, because those are vital. And I think, think, Carrie, you would agree with me that um, the whole COVID lockdown has really shown people and really opened people's eyes that human connection is so important. And we've talked in previous Yes, in some cases, vitally important. Exactly. Um, and the reason I say vitally is because there were studies done um, regarding some of the seniors, uh, like who were in um, nursing homes, right, um, and everything, and the, you know, um, and how some of them had stopped eating during that time, and they had stopped, you know, being very active, and they became very depressed, and you know. Uh, just became very kind of depressed and down and stopped eating, stopped doing everything they needed to do. And when they did the study or whatnot, it was because they felt so alone because they weren't able to necessarily interact a lot with um, anyone except the staff. Even if they had friends in their nursing home, they couldn't go to another room. They couldn't have families come in and meet with them um, daily or even weekly. Uh, you know, and everything else. So the human connection, they were saying a lot of them just kind of gave up and was like, exactly. why am I even here type of thing. So, yes. So when that's what I mean when I say vitally. So I just wanted to explain that. But go ahead, Sherry. Yeah, absolutely. So when we when we keep things in the proper order and when we we've talked in, the, in other podcasts too, Kara, about how um, women tend to have three times as many words as men do. And our husbands prefer it if we land the plane. If we don't circle around and show them the scenery 10 times, they want us to land the plane. And so when we invest in God first, invest in our marriage, invest in our children, 
And then God gives us, he blesses us with the opportunity to then invest in those rich friendships. And then we can enjoy the scenery. And then enjoying the scenery becomes more of a um, something to look forward to and something that we can savor instead of just, um, you know, taking it for granted type of a thing. I read an amazing book by Elizabeth George called A Woman After God's Own Heart. And this really, there's an example that she gave or, or, or a suggestion she gave. And um, I want to suggest that on the podcast today. It was, to me, it just really hit home. So it was talking about how she was nurturing friendships and developing friendships with other people. And she goes, but you have to take care of your family first before you give to others. And so I am somebody who likes to bake brownies for people. Um, if you're sick, I'll make you brownies. If you're sad, I'll make you brownies. If you're happy, if we're celebrating something, I'll make you brownies. We have a special family secret recipe. No, I'm not going to share it with anybody, but um, it, 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 it's my way of showing love to, to those around me, to those that I care about. And she made a comment. She's like, how are you taking care of your family when you're taking care of other people, when you're being generous to other people? And I felt like God was saying, when you make a pan of brownies for somebody, you make sure that you leave one for each of your family member. So when I would make the brownies, I would cut them up and there would be four leftover, quote unquote, leftover. And those would be the ones that my family would have. And it was my way of showing them that, yes, I love other people. I'm generous. I'm kind. I want to help other people and be a bright spot to other people. But you guys are my tribe. You guys are the ones that I love the most. And I'm not going to ignore you. I'm not going to neglect you. And when when you approach life that way, not just a prayer partnership, but just life in general, with keeping your family as number one under God, it just changes the dynamics in your household. And your your family then gives you that leeway, and they want to encourage you to spend time with other people. And um, I just love, like I said, I, I can't say it enough. I just love how God created that order in the Bible. He made it so simple and easy. Two commands, love him first, love others as ourselves. And when you're loving others as yourselves, you're loving your family as yourself as well. And um, then everything else, and I'm not saying everything else will be smooth all the time because we live in a, a sinful world. So we do have trials and tribulations, but, um, but it just, it just is, it just makes things so much better. And so like I had shared, my prayer partner and I, Annie and I, we never really talked about it. We never really said that, um, you know, family comes before our friendship. We just knew it. We had lived that before we even met each other. So it was just naturally ingrained in our, in our lifestyle. And um, so it just worked really well for, for both of us. So um, I want you to... I'm asking the question to the listeners, what does your specific family dynamic look like? What for you, for me, it was making sure that I had four brownies at home for my, my family before I shared with other people. What does it look like for you? What does stewarding well look like for you? Does it mean um, that you give up an evening out with the girls and you stay home and play board games with your school-age children? Does it mean that you, um, another thing for me is that I try to have my time with friends during the time when my husband is working, when my kids are gone, so that when everybody is home, we're home together. We're, I'm available. Even if they don't want me, even if we aren't necessarily doing something together, I'm available. 
because in all, I mean, Kara, you can, you can speak for this also. The time that we have with our kids in our house is so fast. It goes by so fast. And I, I way too fast, way too fast. Exactly. Exactly. And so I don't want to have regrets. I, I want to live without regrets so that I want to make sure that they know how important they are. And then, um, and, and you know, another advantage, another advantage to putting your family first and then your friendships and your prayer partnership second is my prayer partner, Annie, is my kid's aunt. I mean, they have built such a, they have such a love for her because of the way that our prayer partnership has gone, the way that they, that she has honored them in that when they need me, she, she goes, you know, she steps into the background and when her family needs her, we step into the background, but we've become a true family. Um, So, so she's become part of the family and I love, like, there's nothing that warms my heart more than when our friendships with other godly women trickle down to our kids and it becomes a whole community. It becomes um, just this community of love because like we've talked about in, in other episodes, Kara, our children sometimes hear God's truth better from somebody besides us. Sometimes they just need to hear that and need to have it reinforced by other people. And a prayer partner is an amazing, amazing example of somebody who can pour into the life of your children. And I, in turn, want to pour into the life of her family as well. So um, when we keep God's order the way that we do, when we keep it in, in God's way, it just, is, it just enhances the prayer partnership. And it allows us to go deeper in prayer. And it allows us to... Um, just have that fellowship that um, I guess I could say it's a guilt-free fellowship, just like um, when you're on a diet and you're trying to stick with, um, say you have allergies and so you have to stick with a a specific strict diet. When you stick to that diet, um, you feel better. You have more energy. It's just a blessed life. It's the same thing when we keep, when we stick with God's priorities, it's a blessed life. So do you have any thoughts or, or what do you think? Uh, I think you're actually hitting the nail on the head. Um, basically, um, it, it is very, very, and I just want to add another very, um, to that important that our family does not feel like they come second, even when it comes to our individual ministries um and prayer partner is having a prayer partner committed prayer partner is definitely a ministry and it is so vitally important and i know that there have been people and are people probably listening going you know well i do a lot of volunteering at the church and that can't be wrong right because you know, and that can't be wrong, right? Because, you know, I'm, I'm serving God. I'm serving God's people. I'm loving on everyone there, you know, but then in the same, the same time, though, your kids are feeling abandoned. They're feeling neglected. They're not getting all of their needs met. Um, you're kind of short with them when they're kind of demanding attention. And so it's not working. 
it, it's really not working. Yes, you're serving God. Yes, you're serving God's people. Yes, you know, you're, you're doing a passion of yours and you're, you're doing ministry. But there's also another ministry that comes before that, and that is your family. You know, it is so important that you follow that, that the way that Sherry described it, God first, family, and then everything else. And that includes even our individual ministries, whether you're in uh, worship, um, children's, women's, men's ministry, or something completely, you know, out of the box or something like that, but, or doesn't even necessarily involve your church. Those things, it's always best to put your family second. And, you know, it's the same way in regular life, right? Because if you have a job that's very demanding and you're traveling all the time and you're on that coast on one day and then on another coast the other day, and your husband or your wife never gets to see you, you know, then your marriage is not going to work out. It's, it's going to be very, very difficult. It's going to be very rocky because that person, you know, the wife is saying to her husband, like, you know, I never see you. Where are you? You know, where are you today? And they start wondering if they hold enough value. And if you're, you know, and they're like, well, you didn't even call me last night. And you're, you know, the guy's like, oh, I was so tired and the meetings went late and, you know, and everything else. They don't feel like they're a top priority. They don't feel value. And that leaves a door open for the enemy to come in and creates all sorts of havoc in your family. And it's definitely the same way in ministry. Just because you're serving the Lord and you're being very diligent and vigilant in your, your ministries, but you're still, but if you're ignoring your family or if they're not getting all of you when they need you, then you're leaving the door open for the enemy to wreak havoc in your home. And despite all of the good you're doing in the ministry, your family's kind of being torn apart from the inside out. And there's a reason, you know, there's guardrails. There's a reason why the Bible tells us that things should be done in a certain order. And to me, when you're a successful businessman, successful businesswoman, um, successful minister, uh, evangelist, or have a successful ministry has nothing to do with money, has nothing to do with financial gain or the impact that you're having. It's as if it may, to me, all of those are successful when you're able to manage it and balance it all out in your life. And you're not neglecting God. You're not neglecting his word. You're not neglecting the fellowship of believers. You're not neglecting your call and anointing on his life. And you're not ignoring your family. And I just, that is why it is so, so, so important. That's that's all I want to add, Sherry. I absolutely completely agree with you. And each season of our lives is going to look a little different. There are seasons when our kids are going to need us more. There are seasons when our kids will be grown and out of the home and they still need us, but it's not as time consuming. And by time consuming, I don't mean that as a negative because any time that you pour into your children's lives is amazing. But um, by time consuming, I just mean that you don't get the, the privilege of having them living at home anymore and having them access to them almost 24 seven. Um, when they move out of the house, then then you drop everything when they need you. If they call and they say, hey, I need you, then you drop things and, you, and you're there for them. Um, so each season, I guess my biggest encouragement would be 
um, for people to look at your own life, look at the family dynamics of your, or look at the dynamics of your family and see what is one way, one thing that you can change in your schedule to make God the first priority, your family the second priority, and then fitting everything else underneath. Um, so that's my challenge for people today. Because when we choose to take that first step, and that's all really God is asking of us, is to take that first step, to surrender to his order, to surrender to his line, um, aligning up with him. Um, that's all he needs. Like God is waiting to bless us and God is waiting to reward us and to, to um, tell us how pleased he is of us when we keep things in the order that he wants us to. So um, if you want to, you could email us at cheeruppodcast at gmail.com and tell us the one thing, the one change that you're choosing to make in your life. Um, or you could go out to our Facebook group, Cheer Up Podcast on Facebook, and you could um, start a thread there and you can tell us the one change that you um, decided to make to grow, to, to put that, to align things in the right order. Um, we would love to hear from you. Do you need prayer or do you need encouragement? Head on over to Kara's website, karaarhunt.com or my website, cherryswellwell.com. And we can, um, there's, there's a, a, a page on both of our websites that will show you how to have a deeper relationship with God, if that's something that you're seeking. If you just want encouragement or prayer, feel free to email us at cheeruppodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I want to say a prayer um, before we close. Um, just kind of tying everything all together. So, dear Jesus, thank you for blessing me with the family you designed especially for me. I'm the only wife and only mother of these wonderful individuals you've loaned me. Please help me to steward well the time we're given together, and thank you for the gift of friendship as well. I'm truly grateful that when I do life your way, you bless those efforts in ways I never imagined. In Jesus' name, amen. We are so glad that you came today. John 16:33 tells us that these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. God always brings us back to that hope. He always turns it back around and shows us that no matter what we're facing in life, that he's there for us. And when we keep our priorities aligned in the right way, then we get that help and that encouragement and that hope and that peace and that joy that only God can give. It's when we spend that time with him individually and when we take the time to spend that time with a prayer partner or a close friend, somebody whose values line up with ours, God just blesses that time and he, um, he lets his peace rest on us. He lets us fill up with joy so that we can then in turn show that and share it with others around us. So come back next week. We are going to be talking about not being afraid to dig deeper into this prayer partner friendship relationship. We're so glad that you were here today and we will talk to you next week. 